Good day, you all. Happy December. Uh, what's the date today? December 12th. Wow. Yep. Year's almost Mark. over. Marching right along, aren't we? Yeah. So, hey, uh, for those of you been listening, uh, you know, we've had some audio issues in the, in the recent recordings. And last week, uh, it was so bad that we didn't even post it. Uh, it was last week, the week before. Um, and so we're trying something new today. So hopefully we'll work around that problem and see what was going on. Um, you know, I finally at least am getting an error so that I can now know that we've, We've had an issue. We'll see if that uh, helps us in the long run. Mm-hmm. So we apologize for the technical errors. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, let's see. Good old Mac Daily News is popping up a thousand pop-ups before I'm allowed to even look at the story. So rumors say that in the spring we're finally going to see uh, updated versions of the Magic Keyboard, Magic Mouse, and Magic Trap Pad that will charge from Lightning. In, I mean, sorry, from USB-C rather than Lightning. Um, I imagine they're just, you know, they're not going to introduce new ones until they've sold out of inventory of the other ones, and they don't move a ton of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if you've, you've got, got one, one you, you know, as long as, long as it works, works, I can't imagine you know spending that, any kind of amount of money just to have a different way of charging it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only exception might be is if they took the Magic Mouse and put the charging port somewhere like on the front of it, so that you could use the mouse while it's charging. Because right now you you literally have to lay the mouse on its back like a turtle. Well, well it's, it's a mouse that doesn't, doesn't look like a mouse because you got to have, have the tail. tail. That's, That's why, why it was called, called a mouse, mouse in the first place. place. That's, That's true. The, That's the true. Well, but all the wireless mice have that have that distinction these days. Yeah. But you know, one of the uh, complaints about the the mouse has been that to charge it up, you have to basically lay it on its back and plug the charger straight into its bottom. Whereas other wireless mice tend to have a way to plug the mouse into the front or the plug the charging wire into the front of the mouse, so you can continue to use it like a wired mouse while it's charging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I just happened to watch a video the other day of a guy who was a PC user, always has been, never used a Apple thing at all, and, and he decided that for 30 days he was going to use nothing but Apple products. The only one he currently already had before that was the phone, you know, which he loved. And so he, he got a, a MacBook, and, uh, and so uh, he, I'm sorry, not a MacBook, a Mac... Um, Mini, got a Mac Mini, and uh, uh, keyboard and uh, whatever else. Keyboard, uh, mouse, and monitor. Uh, mouse and monitor. Yeah, yeah. A desktop PC. So, he had all that stuff. So all he any, had was the mini. anyway, out of his entire pitch, I think he spent thirty minutes or half of it uh, just bad mouthing the mouse. He thought it was the worst possible thing, not just the silliness of how where charging board was, but the way it felt. And 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 operated and everything. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's been controversial from the get go. There's a lot of people who don't like it. You know, they refer yeah. to it as the sushi mouse because it kind of looks like a piece of sushi with the white rice over the. Or the yeah, white I, piece I, over I, I haven't done a true desktop for at least a year because my table, my desktop has been covered with crap. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyway, I. Uh, 
I, I, I have a tough time relating to anything except the trackpad. <laughs> yeah, and my current setup is is I have the full keyboard, but it's the Apple version of the keyboard with the Touch ID in front of me. And then on the mm-hmm. left-hand side, I have a uh, trackpad, and on the right-hand side, I have a mouse. But rather than the – I have an Apple mouse. It's sitting eight inches away, but I don't use it. I use a Logitech MX Master 3 mouse that I prefer significant, uh, substantially over the the Apple mouse. Yeah. Um, so I don't disagree with him that the mouse is not great. Um, but, you know, because you can use any Bluetooth mouse you want, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a, a matter of preference. That's a mouse that is sold by Apple, but, you know, you can go get other things. The um, uh, It's funny that he did that. You know, I did a similar thing with uh, Android. I, I switched my watch and my phone and everything to Android for a year uh, or for, uh, um, for a month uh, a year or two ago. Uh-huh. And uh, and for me, it was the most the, the biggest issue was the keyboard. The way you typed on it was not as intuitive or as well. It, it, it just didn't work as well. And by the end of the month, I was sort of starting to get used to it, but it was still just not as good. Uh-huh. Uh, the the software keyboard on on a uh, I, I was using a um, um, the Google um, um, phone. So that it was, you know, the the pure version of Android, not a. Oh, oh, it, oh! It, it was a, a, a non non keyboard. It was a virtual keyboard. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how all the phones are these days. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, and it was shocked me because it never even occurred to me that that would be such a differentiating factor for me. But it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, and ironically, the uh, we my family sort of switched to Macs. Sort of doing the same thing when they first came out with the um, with the Mac. I my whole family we all had you know PC laptops. We ran a, a PC that my girls did their homework on a desktop, and uh, you know I had an extra keyboard, mouse, and, and monitor lying around, and so I bought a Mac Mini and just set it up on our dining room table to play mm-hmm. with. Just to play with, because I had worked with Macs. I, I I had had a Mac prior to the Mac Mini, but it didn't run. OS 10. It just ran the uh, the last version of the uh, tr- uh, traditional Mac OS, um, and so I thought, you know, I wanted something that I could play with the latest and greatest with the Mac world. And I'd been in newspapers where we used both a lot, and almost immediately, my whole family started using the Mac instead of the the uh, PCs. You know, it's like my daughters would come over and say, "Well, c- can I do my homework on that one instead?" And I said, "Sure," you know, see what you think, and yeah. and they just never looked back. And I also noticed that when they sat down to use the the Mac, I wasn't constantly being called over to say, you know, how come it's doing this or why? How do I make it do that? You know, they just figured it out. It all worked. And and there was never any like, you know, it's just rebooted in the middle of what I'm doing to do an update. Can we stop that? I'm like, nope, sorry. Never happened Uh on the Mac, you know? Yeah. And so it was less, it required less support from dad, which I loved. (laughs) Uh yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, as far as this stuff, you know, switching over to USB-C, yeah, I have no doubt it will eventually. When it does, it will. When If, you know, if it takes longer than they say here, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't use desktop products much, so most of this doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a... Um, first of all, iPad user, and then I uh, used my uh, my MacBook 
mostly just because of the show. I, I like because mm-hmm. it hooks, hooks up to an actual microphone and all that other stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, let's see. Yeah, so much for that stuff. Uh, yeah, so, so it's, it's, com- it's coming out. and uh, Yeah, all of this is, is, is this all moot because the yeah. uh, Mac is going to be replaced by the Vision Pro, and then you won't need uh, a Mac or a... Uh, or an iPad. Yeah, yeah. You upgrade all of this, and then suddenly you say, well, gee, I don't need it anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, for a, you know, starting in the door price of $3,500, which is more expensive than the most expensive MacBook Pro, or not the most expensive, but the the you know the starting version of the MacBook Pro is less than the starting version of the Vision Pro. Um you know, it's not a cheap option to take. Right. You know, I don't know. I think there's so many questions that aren't answered yet, and we won't know until they're actually in pe- real, you know, real people's hands. Well, well okay. On, on the, the next article, article it's just somebody just asked, asked a question: Will the Vision Pro replace the Mac? Right. And the answer obviously is no. It's just another way of inputting the things, and for some users, it may come close to being the replacement, but. Uh, uh, I don't know what that picture is that they've got. This looks like a small keyboard, yeah, like a virtual keyboard that floats in space that you can use to uh, to type by putting your hands up in the air and tapping it. Nothing. Oh, is, that, is that what that is? Virtual yeah. keyboard. <clears throat> I can't see that happening too much, but you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think you know, just like there are some people who said, "Hey, I don't need a PC anymore. I can live off my iPad." There's people who are going to say the same thing with the Vision Pro, and you know. It, There's compromises with whichever device you use, whether it's a traditional computer, a a, a tablet, or or you know this goggle type Vision Pro device. Um, You know, it's just you know in your particular use scenario, which one has the best fit, uh, and you know which which one fits your wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a scare last night. I have. a uh uh 11 inch tablet and the you know the keyboard case for it the one with the touchpad and everything and mm-hmm. i was at a meeting uh 30 miles from my house and got home and couldn't find my ipad and thought i left it there and i was like oh no so <laughs> i even shot an email off to the host of the meeting and said hey you know did you happen to pick it up or they they they'd already gotten home too uh, they live closer than to their place than I do, and uh, they said no, but they'd go look for it first thing in the morning. And then a few minutes later, I was able to find it. So I uh, shot an email back saying, "Please disregard. Thanks, I found it." <laughs> but uh, for a few minutes there, I was like, "Oh man, really? What a pain!" Well. You know, it, it doesn't get, get any better, better as you get older, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> well, those, those are the times when you, you go like, hey, wait a minute. Apple has a find my feature. I can see where it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. At the very least, I can see where it is. It may or may not be with me, but I know where it's going to be, right? Which yeah. is nice. And you can remotely lock it and put your phone number on the screen so that somebody who finds it, all they can do is look at that number and call you or look at that number and not call you, you know? Right. So, anyhow, the uh, the uh, 
I have another article that I posted that we'll talk about in a little while where somebody is rumored now that there's going to be at least four versions of the Vision Pro. So uh, I don't think the article really details what they all are, but it's, it's supposing that uh, they want to differentiate in several ways, you know, from the top end, of course, to the bottom end, which is probably just a display device, uh, mostly. Display device. Well, you talked about it. you jumped way ahead because it's not on any of the ones that are. <laughs> that I see. Uh, well, let's see. So, uh, ah, somebody's doing what I suggested. The Zapbox AR headset will let you watch Apple spatial videos shot on an iPhone 15 Pro. Yeah, for only 80 bucks. Right. But there's lots of devices like that that work just like it, that, you, that it costs a lot less. In fact, Google Cardboard does the same thing. So all you have to have is the software. Now, are they charging you 80 bucks to download the app on your phone? Uh, well, you want to talk about that one now? Yeah, why don't we? Um, yeah. Okay, so it, yeah, so they're charging you eighty bucks for the app, and then they've got a an acrylic head mounted iPhone holder uh, that works with iPhone eleven and later, and they said they'll also support it on Android. So they're charging you eighty bucks for the app. There's going to be tons of people that will will have that app basically as a throwaway. Yeah, um, you know, don't don't spend eighty bucks unless you're desperate to do this right now. Um, yeah, yeah, because, because we're, we're only th- th- what, two, three months from from, from uh, at least the expensive one being available. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how soon Apple will get to there. Yeah, but, well, but there's a huge difference between somebody saying I want to load an app and then use like a Google cardboard type of product to view you know 3D video using my phone versus right. and, and there's a huge difference in functionality too. But for just viewing the videos, um, I think you know. They've, it's been demonstrated that your phone works just fine that way. Yeah, the, the other thing, thing that looks appealing about this one, uh, about this one is it's probably very lightweight. It doesn't talk about the specs, but no. But if you read it, this is the the, the article is about an app that they're charging eighty bucks for. The yeah. acrylic head mounted iPhone holder is a separate thing. Uh, that's uh huh. Well, it says it's a headset. Yeah. Okay. So your headset really cost eighty bucks. Your acrylic head-mounted iPhone holder did. So they're charging eighty bucks for that thing. You can right now go on to uh, Amazon and buy for twenty bucks any one of fifty little devices that do the exact same thing that hold your phone in front of your face with a little lens so you can fo- close focus on it in in stereo for stereo vision. And there's apps that you can download that. Will play stereo vision video. The 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 twist here is is that they it, they've got an app that'll do that with the um, uh, stereoscopic video that's being shot by the iPhone Pro. You know, Apple's calling it spatial video, but you know, that's that's an app. Yeah. You know, if you scroll to the bottom, I agree completely with Mac Daily News on their take on this. And that is it's one of the first of it's, uh, of many, many products that are going to be able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, how do you actually interpret that picture? The, 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 there's a thing that 
thing in the front here is just that's the holder for the phone, right? Right. It's a holder for the phone, and then it's got a couple lenses to allow your eyes to do a close focus on that screen. And it's yeah. going, to, and then they'll some software is going to basically show the video in split screen on the phone, so that you can then, um, um, yeah, you know. But there's already. You know, apps that have 3D video and you can, by tilting your head, move a pointer to select things. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like this is anything, you know, new mm-hmm. and interesting. The twist is, is using spatial video, Apple's format. Yeah. And I suspect, like I said, that that's going to be all over the place very shortly. Yeah. yeah um, uh, so, so anyway, anyway this, this has, has to be done on a 15 as well. Uh, that's, that's, that's where, where the videos, videos are, I guess. Well, you can shoot it on a 15. You should be able to play it back on on a variety of different devices. They said that the physically it works with iPhone 11 and up. Oh, okay. Now it might have a problem with like your mini because the screen's not large enough. You know, you don't get enough separation between the right and the left. Uh, so, so, yeah, you, you have, have to, to buy, buy a big, big one. one. <laughs> a normal size phone, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, a big one. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, you know, because we talk about the differences between the, the phones now and how big they are and how little they are. And it's like, man, you don't have to think back that far. You know, both of us being uh around when the first cellular phones came out and it's like everything now is tiny this is you know the difference between the big and the little is ridiculously small compared to what they originally were yeah yeah so you know it's just uh apples to apples comparison so let's jump back to the beginning of the list apparently apple original films announces girl state a documentary for the makers of boys state by the way, I uh, put that on there just to tell you that I went to Boise State when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was quite an experience. I don't even know if you know what it's all about. But it's basically it was like an augmented uh, civics class on how to uh, run for office. Because the first day I was there, everybody's got... I didn't know anything about it until I got there, but they already had their campaign materials and everything. They were posting all over this meeting place, you know, to get because the next day there was going to be a ballot for who had held the various offices, and so you sure this was learning by practice, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this documentary covers 500 teenage girls from across the state of Missouri, and they gather for a week-long immersion in an elaborate laboratory of democracy. So yeah. um, I did not watch Boy State. Apparently, it's available, and you can watch it, and it basically you know, just shows young men going through the same thing that you did. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm familiar with these kind of programs, these civics programs and stuff, and uh, you know, this is one that's been around for quite a while. Um, I'm not sure that it's done in, you know, every state and how it's set up, but, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> but um, anyway, um, you know, if they did one and they're doing another one, it must have been considered a success. So, and it would be interesting to watch one and then watch the other and see, you know, differences in the way that the girls handle and behave things versus the boys. Yeah, I'm trying to find that article in the list of the other articles. Where did you go to find it? It's right underneath the Apple Vision Pro in the in the text lineup that you sent. 
Apple Vision Pro. You, you talk. Oh, oh, oh I, I got, got you. you. Yeah, it's, uh, We're only three things into it. It can't be that far. <laughs> well, it was just a little small uh, compared to the other ones. No, really? Not on my end. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, the... Uh, uh, this, this is, is just, just a documentary, documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple film. Right. And it's a follow-up film to one that they had put out previously called Boy State. So uh, uh, obviously Boy State was successful enough that they felt like they wanted to do another one. And like I said, I think it would probably be interesting to to watch them both and, and see how, you know, the differences. Yeah, it, it would, would be. be. In, In fact, fact, since, since I've, I've been, been there, there I'm, I'm going, going probably, when we're done here, go go find that and, mm-hmm. yeah, and run it. Go find the Boy State one first. So, yeah, yeah, probably. It's on Apple TV Plus, so you don't think you have to rent it. If you are just, you subscribe to Apple TV Plus, you can watch it. Well, TV Plus, that's the movies and stuff, smart TVs. A- Apple TV Plus is their streaming service, not their box. That's, That's right. right. That, uh, Brian and Haley have this one, but, uh, but I don't. All right. I have Apple One, which includes that and Apple News and Apple, you know, exercise videos and extra storage space and a bunch of other stuff. So I, I had like three of the Apple services and was paying exactly what they wanted for Apple One, and they would throw in the other three or four services they had, and I went, sure. Yeah. I think I, I may have that Apple One too. I just, I just never use it. <laughs> you have Apple TV Plus because it's included. Yeah. So. Oh, three months of it for free. Yeah. Get you hooked, and then. Well, if you buy a new device, then you can get three months of it for free. Uh, That's something that Apple's been doing since they launched. In fact, when they originally launched, I think you got a year of Apple TV Plus for free because when they first launched it, there wasn't anything on it to watch. So it was, <laughs> it was like three shows, you know. Uh, it's like, years, ooh, years, years worth of nothing, huh? Yeah. Well, during that year, they added lots of new shows and stuff. But that first year, you know, I think they launched with three or four things. And that was sort of it. It was like, here's what we got. But you got to start somewhere, you know. Yep. Honestly, I am a big fan of Apple TV Plus. I think they have some of the best shows on on television. They don't um, have well, they keep patting themselves on the back with ads saying yeah, we got, got this award, award and that award. Stuff, they're you know? winning awards. They're also, I think, just winning viewers' hearts. I think that they they've decided to eschew quantity, which is what Netflix does, and you know aim for quality. And while some of their stuff is just not for me. Uh, the things that I've watched, I've enjoyed thoroughly. They're well shot. They're well written. They're uh, they're just good shows. I've, I've enjoyed a lot of Apple TV Plus stuff. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I like things on Netflix too. But you got to admit, Netflix spends like uh, five times as much money on creating content every year than Apple does. And it's pretty much, you know, spaghetti against the wall, see what sticks kind of thing. So Apple, on Netflix, you may watch something and like it. But if other people don't like it, they'll just drop it after one season because, you know, didn't get enough viewership. They'll move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the next one, then, is Apple Music celebrates artist of the year, Taylor Swift. And it says, with free... Uh, 
It's an Aerosmith experience. She's got a, a concert uh, tour that's, I think it's on hiatus through the end of the year, and then it'll pick up again in the first of the year. It's called the Eras Tour. And what it is is she's playing music from each of the different eras that she's played in. And she's, you know, she's in her 30s, so there's not like there's, you know, tons and tons of eras. <laughs> but, you know, she really has evolved. You think, you think of an era as a long time, time I think. Right. Yeah. You know, has, has she got, got out, out of the first, first era yet? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, well, I mean, she, you know, when she when she broke on the scene, she was essentially a country artist. And then she kind of moved into pop. And, you know, she's kind of moved yeah. around a little bit. And so she does have different eras of her music. And I think, you know, she, it's it's already the most successful, uh, financially successful tour in the history of of music. She's, she's had over a billion yeah dollars in sales um and frankly she's on television every time you blink your eye this has got to be the the uh you know we're, we're in uh peak swifty time here uh you know but between you can't even watch an nfl nfl game anymore without them talking about her and her relationship with uh, with travis kelsey of the chiefs and so it's like you know <laughs> and, and, and that's what i switched to the last channel so, so that I don't, I don't have to listen to that. that. I am so put <laughs> off by that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who's dating who or who's doing what. You know, if they seem to be having a good time, good for them. You know, leave it at that and move on. And they, and they, you know? and they should know that 99% of their football fans feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think they do it kind of tongue-in-cheek, the NFL people do, you know, because they're yeah. more interested in the football games. But, uh, you know, I feel bad for people who are, are, are that famous. And now Travis Kelsey, you know, I mean, he was already famous, but he's kind of yeah. become ultra-famous adjacent with a whole other group of people. The guy had to basically move out of his house in Kansas City because he lived in a neighborhood where people could just walk up to his house and he couldn't get in and out of his house because people were camping out on the front lawn. And so he had he basically sold the house and moved to a gated community so that he could have a little bit of privacy. Yeah. Uh uh and that's there's, there's a, a price, price to be paid, paid for fame. Yeah. I mean, he was already famous, but he just it's a whole nother level when you're when you're now, you know, associated with her. Um mm-hmm. you know People at that level have to, uh, you know, just live different lives. You know, you, you hear the stories and see the, the videos, you know, and the Beatles used to be tongue in cheek about it, but, you know, running from crowds and, and, you know, when they're touring, basically hiding in hotels, you know, um, I mean, Elvis was the same way. He, he yeah. you know, he went to a town to do a concert and he had to basically stay in the hotel the whole time and hide because he was too recognizable. Yeah. You know? By the way, I, I was uh, thinking as, as I wrote here, and also make facial videos for sale, you know, sometime in the future, you know, not well, I mean, she makes probably more of the people show up to the, to the performance, but the thing about making facial videos is ultimately you need an editor for this system. Right. So, so I don't know when that's, that's going to come out, but it, it'll, it'll be necessary mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Well, you know, she already the, the, we're talking about the Eras tour. She recorded a couple of the concerts and then stitched them together into a virtual concert. And it was in theaters. And I think it's available streaming now. So if you can't go to one of her concerts, uh, uh, then you can watch the the concert, you know, movie style. And I would be shocked if we don't find out when, when spatial video is launched that when they recorded it, that they didn't also record it in spatial video so that there'll be a spatial video version of it that yeah. you can watch, um, which would be phenomenal, you know? 
Yeah. 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 All, all, all these, these big performances, performances yeah. they, they would look, look like you're at the live mm-hmm. events, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, live concerts. And honestly, I'm, I'm excited about live sporting events. I think, you know, spatial video with a, with a front row seat, an NBA game or, you know, or an NFL game mm-hmm. would be just, just be really, really cool to be able to sit there and say, Hey, I, I'm, it's like I'm here. Did you watch, watch your, your game, game last night, by the way? Yes. <laughs> my team looked awful. My team being the Packers, for those of you who haven't heard me talk about it before. Well, I, it, was it was a close, close enough game that I told Mom that I, I hoped that when we got to halftime, it was going to be well enough decided that I can make a decision to go to bed. Well, I decided to stay. Yeah. And, and anyway, to have the Packers come back. You know, that, uh, just, just before, before that two-minute two period. period. Yeah, that, they left that, them less, under two minutes to go down, but all yeah. they needed was a field goal to win it, and they got it. Uh, they being the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, the Packers played terribly, and the Giants are a terrible team. It was just, you know, it was just timing as to who, you know, who had the ball at the end and. They should have yeah. had more time off the clock before they uh, scored, but I think they weren't confident they could even score once they were on the five-yard line. They weren't sure they could score because they had been playing so badly. Well, it was kind of like Kansas City. City did. They, 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 they lost two of their own now. They, they got, got a series of losses. So does Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, so, last week was so, to us. There were a lot of good teams. Uh, week, so, you know, how do you beat Kansas City one week and lose to the New York Giants the next week? Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess we demonstrated how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the Packers are an incredibly young team. They're the youngest team uh, by uh, average age in the, in the league. Um their most experienced receiver is has is a sophomore in the league. You know, mm-hmm. the quarterback's been in the league for 3 years, but this is the first year he's ever been a starter, so he's essentially a rookie. Um they're yeah. just young, and that means you're going to have nights like that. You're going to have nights where everybody looks like they're geniuses, and you're going to have nights where they don't look like they know what they're doing or they're all off on their timing, you know. I I can't tell you how many times I was sitting there watching this and you know, the the receiver would go down and then break left, and the ball would be thrown to the right. And it's like, okay, was that the, the quarterback not knowing the play or the receiver not knowing it? Because one of the two of them just screwed up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that, but the coach knows that, and the players know that. So they'll work on it, you know? Yep. They'll, yep. they'll, get, it, they'll get it right, and they'll figure it out. But Because uh, uh, honestly, when he's on, uh, Jordan, Jordan Love, as of last week, I didn't see anything this week, but last week, his stats compared to um, uh, Aaron Rodgers in his first year, Mm-hmm. Uh, after the same number of games were almost identical oh. in every everything. Same yeah. number of passes, same number of yards, same number of touchdowns, same number of interceptions. I mean, they were just identical. And that makes a Packer fan go, wow, okay, I'm feeling good about this. Yeah. And so despite the really, really poor play last night, I'm still feeling good about this. <laughs> you know, I just accept that we're going to have some nights like that, and that's what this first year is going to be. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, the next one down here, it looks like uh, Apple is going to do what other people have been trying to do, but it depends on the stability of the camera configuration right. uh, in order to uh, use actual optics with it. Yeah, so they're, they're so, talking about an actual optical zoom as opposed to um, just using the tetraprism to jump between the, the, what is it, the 2 and the 5X camera on the on the iPhone 15 Pro, right. and they use digital um, uh, zooming to smooth it in, smooth it out. 
So, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, but, makes perfect sense. We'll see if but, they do it. Samsung's got cameras that do that right now. They've had an optical zoom built into their cameras for several generations now. So it's it's certainly capable of being done. Well, well it, it also, also drives, drives the cost of your, of your device, device, too. So. Mm-hmm. It also adds as long as you're making of your significant progress in terms of improving the pictures you can take. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it adds to the fragility of your device as well when you've got, you know, little tiny pieces that are actually, you know, activating and moving mechanically sure. within the device. That's something that can then get out of whack. You know, if the phone gets dropped, can be there can be lens alignment issues and things like that. And so they've got mm-hmm. to try to harden that as best that they can. Like you said, it adds to the cost. So. You know, I mean, we'll see where it is. I, I find, I, I, you know, with the iPhone 15 Pro Max, boy, that's a mouthful, that I have right now, uh, when you're fully zoomed out, you have to be really, really cognizant of holding the phone steady because even though they've got really good, um, uh, you know, software and hardware to to help steady the image, uh, it's not hard when you're fully zoomed out to make things look blurry and messed up if you're not careful. You know, um, as a former photography teacher and fairly serious amateur photographer, um, you know, I, I am cognizant of that and really work to hold my camera still when I'm taking photos. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, it's, you know, when you're in that long lens, you can't just like flip your hand up and snap it and expect it's going to be perfect. It might be, but it also might not be. Yeah. You know. Anyway, you get 3x optical, which isn't a lot, but then they always extend it with the digital. Uh huh. Yeah, well, right now the Apple you can get 5x optical uh, on the iPhone 15 Pro Max. 5x oh, optical. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is the one that I have. Yeah. Um, and but but the zooming is is all digital because it's a fixed lens and so what they're saying is is with the uh with the iPhone 16 Pros that they will uh actually have they'll have optical zooming which means a mechanical zoom inside rather than just the the digital zooming um and that you know it it does some things for clarity and for for um 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 you know, if you can make it better optically to start with, then you have less to do digitally on the back end trying to fix the image. So, right. you know, I'm all for that. But uh, the 15 Pro Max that I have, I have gone on a couple different uh, vacations now with it in this summer um, or this since since I got it in the fall, I guess. Um, and. I am continually impressed with the camera system on this. It is the best camera system I've ever had in a phone. And I felt like the 14 that I had was, while not a step backwards, I didn't like the the way the images looked as much as I did from my previous iPhone 11 Pro. Um, They just looked over-sharpened and didn't look very good to me. The 15, they look fantastic. Yeah. Well, it says here the Pro Mac has a folded glass structure below the lens. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which refers to as a tetraprism technology. So right. this is the first real talk about that that I read anywhere. Oh, they that's it, it reflects the light four times over. I'm sure that somewhere they got when, when they announced the 15, they talked about all that. That's, oh, okay. that's the reason I went from the 15 Pro to the 15 Pro Max because I wanted that that longer telephoto lens. Um, uh-huh. 
and it's it's impressive. It really is. Equally impressive. In fact, we talked about it before. Um, uh, in fact, for those of you who were listening and noticed that I may be um, enunciating a little differently, um, I cracked a tooth. And so uh, I haven't gotten to the dentist yet. I go today. And um, uh, so for fun, I tried to use the macro capability of the phone. And I basically shoved the phone into my mouth and took a picture of the cracked tooth. And while the subject matter was not particularly pleasant, the, the, uh, <laughs> the sharpness of the photo was stunning. I was really surprised at how how clear a photo I could get. Uh, that close. Yeah, literally, I mean, it's, it's less than an inch away or, or maybe an inch away. I don't know how, I got a pretty big mouth. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, to, uh, taking a picture of, a, and we're not talking about like a chip tooth in the front. We're talking about like the, um, the first molar, which is the, the one next to your first bicuspid. So most people, you have a, a, um, uh, an extracted, um, um, uh, wisdom tooth, which is would be your third molar, then there's the second molar, and then the first molar's in front of that. Uh, and that's the one that I chipped. And so, you know, to get a picture of that, I had to shove the phone in my mouth to get the photo, and I was stunned. It, it actually looked pretty good. I mean, as far as quality of photo, not subject matter again. <laughs> but uh, I've never looked at my teeth so closely, and not sure I ever will again. <laughs> yeah. So well, anyway, anyway I, appreciate I appreciate you sending it to me because I thought that was interesting. interesting. I, yeah. I didn't, I just, I just didn't, didn't know that you had that macro capability. Yeah, that's something they added. I think in the fourteen, maybe the thirteen. Um, I don't know. I have to look and see when they added that macro capability. But it basically, uses the ultra wide angle lens, and and can do super close focus. And uh, so I took a picture like of one of my watches, the watch face. Uh, that is actually fairly cool um, with that. And uh, light bulb went off yesterday and said, "Hey, I can look at that and see how it, you know. I know how it feels with my tongue, but I can actually look at it and see what that looks like." So, you know, I stood in front of a bathroom mirror so I could see the screen, and tilted my head down and shoved the phone up in there, and then I could see the screen to see if it was focused and snapped a few pictures. Mm, yeah. So, booyah, Apple dental yeah. booyahs. Who knew? Is it an yeah. iPhone? Is it a dental imaging system? <laughs> yeah. It's both. It's, a, it's great that Apple has got the kind of money that most research labs don't have yeah. uh, because they can try all kinds of stuff. Now, some of this may never, you know, never makes it to fruition, but uh, the fact is, is that uh, uh, they investigate this stuff and think about whether it improves uh, enough uh, for certain uh, enough people that they'll make it a real product. Like the next article is uh, Apple plans to equip MacBooks with cellular modems as soon as 2028. Mm-hmm. Well, 2028 is uh, not that far away. No. Uh, well, the key there is own custom modems. So, yes. you know, Apple, remember, bought out the modem manufacturing capabilities of Intel. And with the thought that they would then be taking over the production of modems because they had purchased at one point in time, I can't remember. I, I want to say it was the iPhone four that some of the some of the devices had the um, an iPhone modem or an Intel modem, and some had Qualcomm modems. Yeah, and Qualcomm raised a stink about that because apparently the Qualcomm modems, while both modems fit Apple's spec, the Qualcomm modems were faster, and so Apple throttled the Qualcomm modems down in order to make them the same so that 
people wouldn't <laughs> notice the difference. And of course, then there was also a lot of people saying, well, no, you want to make sure you buy this particular model of Apple phone to get the Qualcomm modem. You don't want the Intel modems. And <laughs> as I recall, it, I had an Intel modem and it worked yeah. fine. But that was, you know, 4G modems, 5G modems. Intel never got out the door. And Apple, having bought them, has still not shipped a 5G modem. So, yeah. I don't think that, I mean, obviously making modems is, you know, radio devices has a whole other set of things beyond just dealing with chip design. But I think part of the issue, too, is Apple wants to do it while not having to pay Qualcomm a whole bunch of um uh, royalties on yeah. ads. And so what they're trying to do is it's it's not just make a modem, but make a modem that also doesn't use any technology that is patented by Qualcomm. And that's, you know, that's a tricky yeah, tricky thing yeah. to do. So, well, and and the smart companies patented all that stuff right up front, you know. Sure, you know, or or uh, once they got you know, and, and every improvement they made. Yeah. You know? Well, once they got ahead of steam, then they started buying up everybody else's patents. Right, the smaller guys that came out with new ideas, they just buy them up. So they. You know, and that's yep. what Qualcomm has done, and so, uh, you know, and and then Qualcomm has a a license licensing scheme saying, well, if you put a Qualcomm modem in in one of your devices, then you have to pay us a royalty on every device you ship, whether or not it has a Qualcomm modem in it, because you're using a Qualcomm modem. And Apple took them to court, and then ended up uh, dropping that when they've decided they had to had to use Qualcomm whether they wanted to or not, because they, <laughs> they couldn't make one. So, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, the, the, the battle is back between corporate powerhouses. I mean, there's no doubt that Apple is the, the larger, more, you know, financially, uh, viable company, but Qualcomm has certainly cornered the market in that particular area. So, yep. you know, unless Apple is up for a, uh, hostile takeover of Qualcomm, which I don't, doesn't, doesn't seem in, in, <laughs> their their way of doing business. Um, I'm not sure there's a good way for them to get around this. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's been it's still been a while, right? We we still right. don't have an Apple modem. Uh, so you know, it's funny. It makes you think. You know, it's like cool. They're going to put them in MacBooks, and then when they say, "Oh, their own Apple modems," well, that means that they'll never happen. <laughs> They're never going to happen in a MacBook if that's the question. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, well, I can't. I, I was, was going to say, say I'm, I'm, I'm already, already looking at the, the next article here. I've, I've been putting off buying uh, another Apple TV uh, for a long time. I was going to have a 4K uh, at least a year ago, and I still haven't done it. Right. And now, now that it's, it says here they're expecting to put a faster chip in the next, and a lower price even, for the next uh, Apple TV. Right. Well, the current model went to the most recent, one of the, a much faster chip, and they, and they dropped price and made it smaller so they're saying they may do it again huh yeah so you know about the time uh, i probably saved myself a lot of money by not buying it before <laughs> yeah and watch the, the rates have been changing these fuzzy tv no uh, it's funny that i have 4k and i have the 4k apple tv but when i when i watch something that's in 1080p quite honestly i i, I don't notice it that much i mean it's not like i look at it and go yuck more important than the 4k to me is the H, HDR, you know, uh, yeah. the, the, the wider color spectrum, I think makes things look better more than more dots. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah. to each, yeah. 
Although the other the thing, thing, the other thing I remember as being important is right now is if you've got one is the 128 also had some feature that the uh, 64 gigabyte didn't. It had two features that I liked, and that's why I paid the extra 20 bucks to get it. One was it had a Ethernet port on the back. They deleted the Ethernet port off the cheaper one. And yeah. that way you could hardwire it in and didn't have to worry about Wi-Fi dropout within your house. And then the other one was that it has the thread radio. So for uh, home um, uh, automation, it's a, uh, it's a thread right. hub. And I have a lot of home automation, so having a, another thread hub in my house would be worthwhile to me for, for the difference of $20. You know, I mean, it's that to me just was a no brainer. I was going to spend the extra money. Well, anyway, this new, new hardware is supposed to come out sometime before that in the first half of 24. Yeah. So there's always something on the way. Yeah, yeah, you can spend your entire <clears throat> well, wait a minute, I, you know, there's something better over the horizon. You know, that's where we look at it and say, you know, the average person says, I just want something, they go to the store and they they buy what's available. You know, you and I look at it over the horizon and say, well, is the thing coming significantly improving the, the device? Are you there? Ah, you lost me? I, I, I felt the dropout. I wasn't okay. sure. I didn't see an error on the screen, so we'll see how that goes. Um, okay. I do have the backup recording device going, so hopefully that did because I heard nothing. So you no, know, no, you're, you're, it's, it's, going, it's still, still doing it. it. Your, your voice was dropped, dropped out just while you were talking about that. That's weird. So, so I, don't I don't know yeah, what the, the deal, deal is. is. So anyway, I'd let you know. Yeah, well, that's uh, made a note about forty-five minutes into it. We can go back and see if there was a dropout. I'll definitely check that. The um, but with the, with any of the technology stuff, you know, most people uh, noted this with my brother who who has an iPhone eight that he bought when he when he bought it, he bought it like four weeks before Apple introduced the new iPhones. <laughs> and I remember looking at him going like, "Are you insane?" And he's like, "What? I needed, I needed a phone. That was the best deal. I got the phone." I mean, and he's been happy with it ever since, you know. And so I I'm the one who needs to adjust my brain around the fact that that's how most people buy phones. You know, yeah. it's it's you yeah. and I and 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 the techie folks who like you know. If my phone died, uh, you know, three weeks before Apple was announcing new phones, I would live without a phone for three weeks before I yeah. would buy a new we're, phone. We're, <laughs> the, we're the equivalent of day traders in the financial markets, right? We, we got to get, get the best deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even if he ultimately decided to get the Apple, you know, get the iPhone 8, if he'd have waited four weeks when the new phones came out, that iPhone 8 would have been $100 or more or less, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, but he didn't know, again, and his phone broke, he needed a phone, you yeah. know? Like I said, yeah, yeah. I, I would be I would be the guy who would go like, well, I'm I'm phoneless for three weeks because I am not going to buy a phone until the new ones are announced. <laughs> um, yeah, me, me too, too probably. probably. Yeah, you know, or I'd grab one of my old phones and say, I will deal with a phone that has no functionality by today's standards, but I'm not going to go spend money on a phone that I don't want. Or at the very least, you know, Apple has their two-week return window. <laughs> Buy a phone, use it for, you know, a day shy of two weeks, return it, and then get the new phone. <clears throat> so, are you there? I'm oh, here. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm paranoid Just, every time I, I, I don't hear something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to keep talking, making some, make some, make some yeah, noise or something. Yeah. 
So SMS, uh, this just goes along with the rumor that that uh, Apple is going to support uh, support RCS, which is the uh, uh, rich messaging system that uh, was originally designed by Google, but now is open sourced. Uh, a lot of the um, uh, phone companies, the um, the uh, service providers, are talking about uh, moving away from uh, SMS and MMS, which are the current standards for, for messaging to something mm-hmm. that is, uh, a, a richer system of messaging. And Google has been trying to shame Apple into supporting it for quite a while. And Apple has pretty steadfastly said, no, it's not an encrypted format. We don't want people to, we don't want to encourage people to use non-secure means of messaging, but I think they're sort of getting pushed into it because it's becoming the standard. So, uh, Apple has, uh, at least the rumor well, is, is that now well, next to and, and the association GSM uh, is adding encryption to the standard. So, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. So you know, once once they uh, have that in there, there's really not any. Um, they took their reason away, right? Right. Although I, I will bet you dollars and donuts that, that even though you, you will be able to send RCS messages to an iPhone, that if it's not coming via iMessage, if it's coming via RCS, it's still going to be a green bubble instead of a blue bubble. You don't get a blue bubble unless you're, you're texting on an Apple device to an Apple device. Could probably. Yeah. I, I just, you know, why, why would Apple change that? You know? So we'll see. We'll see, but actually, you know, I've I've got a few friends that that have um, uh, Android, and I would very much like to have that, you know, so that when we send uh, group messages or photos back and forth, that they show up the right size and look correct, and um, you know, and that's been a problem, you know. If you, I don't know if you text back and forth ever with anybody who doesn't have iPhones, but it it can be a pain. And so, um, I have, I have on occasion have seen that problem. Yeah. And that's, that's That's annoying. Yeah. Especially when you get this tiny little image you can't see. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, there should be some stuff that's just, you know, standards in the, in the iPhone or in the cell phone industry, right? And this type of communication should be, you know, standard. And the SMS, is such an old standard, it no longer fits the bill. So I think, you know, whether they use RCS or, you know, some other version, I don't care what what it is, but they need to upgrade the standard, and Apple should support Speak, that. Speaking of standards, I, I, the, the other day, day I went to order something, something from somebody, and I noticed that they, they wanted you to use one of three browsers, none of none of them being Safari. Mm-hmm. But, but I said, well, the hell with it. They don't support the... Sorry, browser, you know, that's too bad. I just won't buy it. Right. So anyway, I, I put the order in, and then it's, uh, it didn't give me a response like it really accepted the order, so I just assumed it failed. Then about an hour later, I got a text message from these people. It says, I noticed you were trying to, uh, you ordered this, would you call this number, you know, to confirm and then complete the order. Right. So, so they got most of it. Right. But, but not all of it. Somehow. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what they got, but at least they had, had my phone number so they could text me. Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of web apps that are basically designed to run on Chrome. And if you don't use Chrome, then they sort of don't work. And um, 
Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I tend to use Safari as my default browser on all my devices. I have Chrome loaded, but I don't like it. it it's a it's a resource hog on devices. I don't think it runs well. And so I well, plus, plus plus coming from, from Google, Google it's just another port for them to spy on you. Right. Yeah, so I just avoid using Chrome any way I can. The other thing that people don't realize is that a whole bunch of apps that are written in the Electron um, uh, system, which are you know able to run on multiple operating systems, basically are running on top of uh, Chrome OS underneath. And so you may be running Chrome in an app that you don't even know. So, yeah. so Chrome is just sort of ubiquitous. It's all over the place. Um, there was I don't remember which one it was. There was one of the um, uh, companies that that I pay a monthly bill to. And for the longest time, their website wouldn't work in Safari. So I had to, for that one bill, launch Chrome and go to their website so that I could pay. And I could set it up to auto pay if I wanted, but I just like to keep track of what I was spending. So uh, I was paying it manually. And uh, they eventually upgraded to where it started working on Chrome again. So I just, <laughs> I mean, on, I mean on, on Safari again. So yeah. I... Uh, um, quit using Chrome. Like I said, I, I keep it on my devices because sometimes you need it, but uh, I don't run yeah. it very often. Well, well I, I, I think I have one uh, Microsoft browser. I forgot what it is. Right. The underpinnings of that is Chrome now as well. Uh, it's what they replaced. So, they replaced Explorer with, uh, I forget what they call it, but... Uh, um, it's, it's the latest Microsoft stuff. So. It's their Edge browser, and that Edge, Edge, yeah. Edge has uh, Chrome as their underlying uh, engine for for uh, drawing the screen. So, yeah, you know, I also load onto um, a lot of my apps um, other browsers. So, you know, I, I still have um, um, the. Um, what used to be Netscape's browser. I'm blanking on the name of it, too. Uh, and uh, and then Chromium, which is the open-source version of Google's Chrome. So it's not mm-hmm. run by Google. It's run by an open-source consortium. So it has the same underlying vision, you know, uh, engine. And a lot of yeah. stuff that says they required Chrome will work in Chromium just fine, and that way it's not being managed by Google and uh, theoretically not sending data back to Google every time you use it. Well, I, I, I hadn't paid much attention. I didn't know about the Chromium thing. Yeah, Chromium, if you search for it, is the open source version because they open sourced uh, the the uh, the browser. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's, that's good, good to know. know. Maybe, Maybe I'll, I'll get, get that, that one too. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of things, like I said, a lot of things that say they require Chrome will work on Chromium just fine. Not everything, because yeah. they you know they do add some proprietary stuff into their browser. So, yep. Um, I put this next uh, thing in here: classical music, which is an app that they had that uh, was for the iPhone, and I could download that. And I do have it on my iPad, but uh, they've got an iPad version now, specifically. So yeah, it ran on the iPad, but it ran as an iPhone app on the iPad, and so now right. they've got an actual native iPad version of it, which is nice. Yeah, they introduced this last year. They had purchased a uh, a uh, 
app that was specific to classical music and then re-released it as Apple Classical. And uh, well, well, what I like about it is it gives you lots more information. And, and, and with classical music, people like to, to know a lot more about the music itself. Yeah, well, it's, it's, not, it's not like the regular music app that you, you just listen to it. You, you can actually find out. Well, I think yes. even more importantly is is that when you're searching for classical music, you might want look for a specific piece or a specific movement. There might be four different orchestras that do that, and you, and and the same orchestra may have multiple performances of it. And so you're looking yep. for a specific performance from a specific orchestra at a specific time of this piece. And the music app did not allow you to do that kind of searching. The classical music app does. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you I, find. I thought that was that was really significant. significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. honestly, I think they should build some of that into the regular music app as well, because there are some bands that release like uh, recordings of concerts. Mm-hmm. which means that they will then have four or five different versions of a song available. And you may be looking from the one from the concert in Spokane in, you know, in 2008, not from the one, the, the concert in, you know, Kansas city in 2016, uh, yeah. you know, and so they should have, they, they should add some of that kind of capabilities into, uh, into or with singing groups, sometimes you get a before and after of somebody who was a part of the group, you know, that passed on or left or whatever. Yeah. And and you, you want to hit that person's voice, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. there's room for improvement in, in their their uh, search criteria within the regular <clears throat> music app as well. But I'm glad to see that the, that the classical music app is now supporting the iPad directly. I, uh, when I coach, I sometimes play music and I mix it up and every once in a while I'll play, you know, we'll have a classical day. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I usually play it on one of my iPads and have it, you know, Bluetooth to a couple speakers. And so, uh, well, this will be nice. My reason for going to classical music is often just because I don't want to listen to some, uh, some vocalization, uh, words, you know, I just want, I just want music, uh, 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 this is not saying the right instrumentation. Right, yeah, you're looking for an instrumental type of uh, uh, yeah. playlist. I've got an instrumental playlist that's that's non-classical on my music app, but then I also, like I said, everybody, you know, classical music, it, it's it's been around for hundreds of years because it's good. And yeah. so, you know, um, go listen to it. If you haven't before, download the app, it's free, and go listen to it. Yeah, in fact, the other day I listened to one of just Christmas songs by a person I didn't know from, from anything. They're, they're a pretty young uh, performer, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And he played a lot of songs from eras back when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I... Christmas classics. Uh, yeah, Christmas classics. So, uh, and the other nice thing is I do like to sing, and so I can sing along with these things, too, without have singing over some other voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, you know, Apple has that karaoke function, too, where they can play music and you can sing along and they put the lyrics on the screen. And it's just never been. I, I've looked at well, it every time, every time I go to play or to do it, I have to look up how to get it to do it again because <laughs> it's just not <laughs> it's not intuitive. Yeah. Well, it's frustrating. They anywho, they uh, a separate Apple karaoke app. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Apple and Goldman Sachs are no no longer friends. That's, that's what, what it sounds, sounds like. like. 
Yeah, uh, somebody uh, in the comments said that helped them uh, by saying they should choose such a chase bag. That was a perfect match, somebody said. Yeah, I've heard that one bandied about in the past, too, so we'll see. Um, you know, the thing with Goldman Sachs was they were not in commercial lending, and they went into it with Apple first time, and I think what they found out was it's not for them. And oh. and Apple went to Chase because Chase was willing to do it, much like like when they went to AT and T when they launched the iPhone, because AT and T was willing to do it. Um, you know, and uh, you know this one didn't turn out as well. <laughs> Goldman Sachs decided that that's not a business they want to be in, so they're trying to extract themselves. So we'll see what happens. But with all these things, they've got a lot of Apple customers that now own it through this other bank, and I don't know if they're gonna. Have to change their accounts or what? That, yeah, that's the yeah. other difficulty. Yeah, well, I mean, companies have done that before. You know, banks have done that before. Where you know, yeah. when when they issue your replacement card instead of being a Visa, it shows up it's a Mastercard because they're now going through somebody else or using something differently. You know, yeah. so you know they'll whatever it is they'll they'll transition it. But you, you know, know, I have, have an, an Apple, Apple card, but you, you know, know, I didn't stick, stick it in my wallet, so therefore I never use it. Yeah. I don't know why I got the card in the first place. Because they had the cool titanium card. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got but, it. But, but, but it, it was, was extra, extra thick, thick, too. I, I wanted the cool titanium card so that when you check into the hotel, you take the card, you toss it out on the counter, it goes clankety clankety clank, tink, 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 because it's metal. <laughs> and then you quickly grab it because you don't want to get it all dinged up and scratched because you want your white card to stay perfect and pristine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, second gen Apple Vision Pro said to include four versions. Ah, here's what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah, versions. So I don't know what that means, including a much lower price model. So they have models within the second generation of Vision Pro. We haven't even seen the first version yet. Sure. So there's going to be a Vision Pro Max and a Vision Pro Air and a Vision Pro Ultra Max. <laughs> yeah. So about, you know, when we were talking about what were the alternatives were, it's probably all the above. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that makes a lot of sense, you know, because clearly people are not, you know, are there's not going to be people, I mean, initially the fans are going to line up, but in the long term, there's not going to be a, a huge number, like iPhone number uh, of people lined up to buy a $3,500 headset. I don't care how good it is. No, it's um, not going to happen. Yeah. Although, although keep in mind that we've gone through a lot of inflation in prices, and by the time it comes out, it may be even more expensive. <laughs> right. yeah. Or if not, it'll look like a bargain, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be sad if $3,500 goggles look like a deal. Um, uh, you know. And, and, and I'm not knocking what they actually are. They may be a great deal for $3,500. You know, based on what we saw so far, um, I understand the pricing. You know, there's a lot of tech going into this thing. But, yeah. uh, but like we've said before, there's, you know, the, the eye, the ability to see eyeballs on the outside and, uh, some of the, some of those functions are kind of like, I would put them in the nice to have, but certainly not necessary for the experience. Um, yeah. yeah, you know. Yep. yep. So, so anyway, uh, sometime this next couple months, maybe. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's supposed to happen in the first quarter, so we'll see. You know, when they get the first one out out the door, then we'll see what what it really is. You know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of maybe coulda woulda. So, but we'll see. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, did you upgrade your phone to iOS 17.2 yesterday? I did. I did. I did my computer, my iPad, and my phone. And, and I told Mom I needed to update hers, and she reminded me that I told her she couldn't update anything anymore. Right, because you still haven't updated her to the newer SE phone, which I've been talking to you about for six months now. So. Yeah, well, they're talking about a new SE4 down here. Right. I would upgrade her before that, though, because the new SE4 is supposed to go to a face ID and totally different interface, whereas the current one has the iPhone iPhone 13 guts in it, the same as your phone, but it looks yeah. exactly like the phone she has, so she doesn't have to learn to do anything different. And frankly, I think that's a better option for her. So uh, maybe, maybe I will. It'll, it'll, it'll be next year before they do this one, but yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I upgraded everything. I upgraded my watch. Uh, I did not upgrade the laptop yet because uh, I'm using it right now, but I'll probably, as soon as we're off, uh, done recording, set that one up to... Yeah, I, I did it all this during, during the football, football game last night. Yeah. <laughs> I, Whenever I, like I had I said, a chance and there was something exciting going on, I'd be <laughs> checking my upgrades. Yeah. That's a good time to do it while you're watching oh, a movie. Oh, and I did the watch, too. Game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, watch took a while for me. Everything else went fairly quickly. I, I, I forgot, forgot about the watch until I got up and I uh, saw it sitting on the counter. Yeah, and I had to, had to have it nearby. Yeah, yeah, and it's got to be on a charger, so you just leave it sitting there. Right. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, um, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to move on. You want? Well, I was just going to say that, yeah, I, I didn't do it during the football game because I watched their football game recorded last night. Like I said, I had a meeting that I was at, so I didn't uh, get home till late. So I didn't finish watching the football game till, uh late my time anyway, not not East Coast late. But uh, uh, I successfully managed to not hear the scores anywhere so that I could come home and watch the game. So, so did, you, uh, did, did you see, see my message when I went to bed? bed? Uh, I, I didn't specifically say anything about who won. I just said, oh, bedtime. <laughs> uh, you know, I saw that you said bedtime. I didn't even really look at it closely enough. Oh, I said, oh, darn, darn, darn bedtime. bedtime. Yeah. So, so I thought, well, in case you saw that, you would, I wouldn't uh, crush your yeah. not wanting to know. Darn could have been anything. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that didn't didn't uh, intentionally didn't try to think much about it. Just watch the game. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm glad, glad I didn't put the score, the, the score final. Yeah, I, would, I would have been unhappy if you'd have done that since I had intentionally recorded the thing and tried not to watch anything because I had to be out of the house while the game was on. Yeah. So. Anyway, what's the QI2 charger? Uh, that's uh, the Qi charger. That The, the Qi uh, standard now supports MagSafe, essentially, what it does. So now MagSafe is essentially now an open source thing. So, uh, so you don't – because up till now, if you had a uh, MagSafe um, phone and used a non-Apple charger – you could charge at 7.2 watts, but not at the 15-watt speed. You couldn't do the fast charge. Now, uh, most people charge overnight, so it doesn't really matter. 
and quite frankly, charging slower from what I've read is is better for your battery anyway. But yeah. but when you need a quick charge, you need a quick charge. But my feeling is, if you need a quick charge, plug the the wire into the bottom on your phone. That you know is more much more efficient anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So, but it brings the the Qi two charging support to the, the iPhone thirteen and fourteen models. So you now have the ability to use a non standard um, uh, uh, Qi Qi charger with a mag with the magnet on it that will give you the higher charging speed if you want. So yeah, yeah like, like the one you love with, with me. me. Yeah. Two of you with me. Yeah. Well. So anyway, I, I find those difficult to get on. You've got to know, you know, hit it with the phone. Uh, too many times I've touched it with the phone and it fell over backwards on the floor. And now i got a mess to get around to where I can pick it up again. Yeah, that's frustrating. But when it locks on with the magnets, then you know it's on there solid and it's going to oh, charge. That's, that's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I, I like that. I like the magnets because the initial Qi chargers where you had to just lay it on the spot and then hope you got it right, too many times I'd wake up in the morning to a dead device. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, it really holds it tight. I mean, mm-hmm. but you got to get real close in order to do it. Yeah, I almost have to put one hand on the base to unhook it. Otherwise, the whole thing knocks over. Yeah. It's hard to disconnect it sometimes. And, and being beside my bed, I, I'm always one-handed over there. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's the same way. I've got it next to the bed. Um, I actually have a, a, a MagSafe charger in the car now. That, that I attach to. So when I get in the car, my phone just clicks onto that, and that way it's automatically charging when it's in the car. Yeah. So, well, mine's automatically charging because I plugged a little thing in there in the car. Yeah. But that's so that I, so that I don't run out if I'm, although I don't go far enough anymore. Right. If I went out on the road, you know, I have water charge. Well, and that's how you attach but, it to your CarPlay device, so... Right. I, I got one of those adapters so that I have wireless CarPlay in, in my truck now. So I just snap, oh. snap my phone onto the little Qi charger, and it automatically charges, and then it takes a second, and automatically, then it connects wirelessly to the CarPlay. So, you know, I haven't been using that second one that you gave me, uh, and I forgot why, uh, but maybe I could use it in the car. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That one doesn't really have a good. Uh, the one I have for my car was specifically designed to mount in a car, so I'm not sure how that would work. At, you know, but if you've got space to set it in the car, then it works for you. But see, yeah. you, still, you still have to plug in to get CarPlay, so you might as well just plug it in. Lay the phone down. Oh, I still, I still have, have to plug, plug it in. in. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, like I said, I bought an adapter, so I now have wireless CarPlay, so it attaches without any cables, so I can use the MagSafe charger because... Well, you know, mine hooks via Bluetooth to the thing anyway. Oh, it does? Yeah. yeah. So you have wireless? I do have wireless. Okay. Yeah. So I... But I, I just want to charge, I figured. Right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I've, uh, I've been one of those. Any time I was in the car, I plugged the phone. It's just... And, and I'm, I've not really paid much attention. And uh, one day I looked, and I'm only about ten percent on my phone. Yeah. And so I said, "Hmm, uh, I probably ought to plug that in or stick it on the mag charger or something." 
But uh, I guess uh, it's been working a long time without me plugging it in at all. And I just hadn't, hadn't noticed until it was almost gone, you know. Uh-huh. I, I think uh, that little battery, I can, that screen so small, I noticed it turned red. That's, that's why I noticed it. Mm-hmm. When it was green, I didn't even see it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, the last item today is Apple Press Cleanup of conflicting or confusing iPad lineup in 2024. And uh, uh, it's been kind of odd. I've kind of, uh, at least for the Pro line, I, I just kind of like to know when they're going to come out with another one of those. So I guess they're really talking about how the customer would look at these things and, and uh, choose uh, one based on some of the yeah, well, like like the laptop uh, lineup was kind of in disarray for a while with that 13-inch MacBook. Yeah. It didn't quite fit the mold of everything else. Um, the iPad lineup is weird because their their cheapest iPad is still the old iPad with the button on the bottom. But then the iPad 10 came out and looks physically just looks just like the iPad Air, but it doesn't have an M chip. It still has an A chip in it, and it doesn't work with the same pencil. It works with a different pencil that doesn't that doesn't attach magnetically and recharge like the other uh, like they do on the Air and the Pro. The Air and the Pro, mm-hmm. you know, had a slightly different screen technology, but had the same processor. Now the M2 is in the in the Pro, and the M1 is in the Air. I don't know. It's just like the Air. Yeah, there, there's four levels. Plus, then there's the mini, and so I don't know. I think there's just I think they the, the Apple, you know, needs to do some house cleaning and figure out why they have these things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in, in the middle of this, they have this Apple pencil features. And I thought uh, I, I, maybe that's Mac Daily News. The contribution is article because it comes right out and says it's ridiculous. Right. Well, that's trying to figure out the difference between the three different Apple pencils that they sell and which devices they work with and how they, they all, they all work with different sets of devices, have different functionalities and different ways of charging. And so you look at that and you go like, I don't understand. Why, why do these exist? Yeah. Well, well I, I own two Apple pencils and they both run off of lightning. So, so I, I guess, guess I'm, uh, they, they didn't say they were going to update the pencil to, or, or was that included in that first article we reviewed? Well, Apple introduced uh, a brand new pencil, the, uh, the, the, uh, USB-C pencil. Yeah, yeah. They, I think that's been already, isn't it? Right, that's already existing, but it's weird because it does, it, it doesn't do some things that the first gen did. It does some things the first gen doesn't, but it doesn't do everything that the second gen does. The second gen uh, is sort of the pro pencil, but they don't call it a pro pencil. The yeah. USB-C pencil is sort of a replacement for the first pencil, but it doesn't exactly replace all the functionality of the first pencil, so the first pencil still exists. And that's, again, uh, just weird. Free <laughs> uh, engraving is a feature, did you notice that? Yeah, but, but only on the Apple Pencil 2, not the Apple Pencil 3 or 1. Right, right. You know, or I guess they don't call it the 3. They call it the USB-C pencil. Um uh. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I, it's not clear at all what the heck they were thinking. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Well, yeah. I don't know. I have an Apple Pencil 2 that works with my iPad Air, which I traded an iPad Pro in for, um, and it works fine. I don't use it that often, um, but when I use it, it works well. Yeah, I, I guess I can kind of conclude that I've been buying Apple Pencils and not using them. Uh, I don't have it uh, handy enough to... to uh, well, I finally just put it down because I get tired of it falling off the side of my yeah. I don't my iPad. I don't keep mine attached to my iPad. So um, I think the only attachment that'll ever really be functional like it ought to be is one that it goes inside, so it doesn't stand out and get hooked on something. Yeah, knock it off, you know. Yeah, no, I have a nice case that holds the Apple Pencil handy and and securely. But then I don't have the keyboard, and I have found that when I use my iPad, about half the time I'm using it like a small laptop, and I like the keyboard case that it snaps into. Mm. And don't ask me which keyboard. You know, Apple's naming on their cases is baffling. There, <laughs> and and, I, and most you know, there's there's like three. So most people would go like, I don't understand what you mean. It's straightforward, but I don't remember them off the top of my head. There's there's the uh, Magic Keyboard, the Magic Keyboard Folio, and the Folio, the Smart Keyboard Folio. Those are the three, and I'm supposed to remember which one's which. <laughs> so, right. I, have, I have the Magic Keyboard, which is the most deluxe of them, which has a touchpad in front. Mm-hmm. The Magic Keyboard Folio is slightly less expensive. It only works with the 10th generation iPad. And then the Smart Keyboard Folio does not have a touchpad on it. And you can get a version that works with uh, the any of the Pro or Air versions of the iPad. And that's what I had with the, the iPad that I then sold to you. So that's what you've got is the Smart Keyboard Folio. But I don't know how much you use that, if at all. Yeah. Uh, while I was in here looking, I scrolled beyond the article, and just minutes ago, uh, an article came up. Apple launches new journal app for iPhone, available as of Monday. That's today. Right. That was No, that's yesterday. It's yes, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. It's 17.2. Okay. Okay. So iOS 17.2 includes the journal app. And I was busy yesterday, so I haven't had a chance to play with any of that. So maybe we can play with it a little bit between now and next time we record. Yeah. Okay. And a redesigned Apple TV app. So I don't use that very much either. So only use the Apple TV app on my devices when I'm traveling. Otherwise, I use Apple TV app in the Apple TV. Yeah. Your, Your mom, mom uses that for exercises. Mm-hmm. We've got several videos on in photos that are in the photos app. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, I'm, I'm going to need to terminate here real quickly. Yeah, we're, we're wrapping so. up. I think we've gone through all the stories, so... Hopefully we've got good sound quality. If not, hopefully the backup backup recording will have good sound quality, and we'll be able to uh, publish the show this week. Yeah, <laughs> be nice. So, so 
Thanks. Well, so you, you wrote down, down the time, time right? right? Yeah, forty-five <laughs> minutes into it, so we're we're at, after that. There were a few places just where I momentarily had lost yeah. you. Yeah, I, I did too, but I didn't see any errors pop up on the screen previously. So hopefully we got yeah. it. Anyhow, we appreciate everybody for listening, and hopefully there'll be something to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Bye. bye.